All right, thank you, Scott Shannon. And we are from the Live Free or Die state, the first in the nation primary state. That is the great state of New Hampshire, and it is primary day. It is here. It is upon us. One thing I always tell people in an election year, you're going to blink your fingers, and it's going to be gone. What are we, 286 six days away from the election? Um, anyway, it's, it will go that fast. After this, it's on to Nevada, then it's on to South Carolina, and then we're on to Super Tuesday and a whole bunch of states in one day. That's going to be a fun night as well. Uh, what this is going to look like, a lot will be decided today. Now, uh, with all the polls that have recently come out, Suffolk, NBC, 6038 Trump over Nikki Haley. Trafalgar, that is Robert K. Haley. He'll join us later in the program. It's 5836 Trump over Nikki Haley. Insider advantage. This is, has Trump at his highest number. That's Matt Towery, who will also join us later. Uh, 62.35. Washington Post, 52.34. Emerson, 53.37. Suffolk, NBC, 55.36. Only one that is an outlier happens to be a poll that Real, Real Clear Politics refuses to use as part of their Real Clear Politics average, which is ARG. And they'd have to give their own explanation as to why that is. Uh, obviously, they don't have faith and confidence in either the methodology or the company or whatever or they've been off before. Uh, in the case of people that I mentioned, Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar, Insider, uh, Advantage, Matt Towery, they nailed Iowa. They, they, they had it down pat. Uh, latest Boston Globe daily tracking poll had Trump beating Haley by nearly 20 points, uh, 57.5. 438.2, opting for another candidate. So, I mean, those are the numbers going into today. I, I would say this, if you're a Trump supporter, manage your expectations. A win is going to be a win here. And whether, uh, there was an exchange on Fox and Friends this morning that it w I found interesting. I'm not sure why. The interview uh, started out really friendly. It was a friendly interview. And at one point, you know, the question came up, okay, if you don't win in New Hampshire and you're headed to South Carolina, I'm, do, I'm just giving you facts and numbers here. This has nothing to do with how I feel. I'm just looking at numbers. The numbers are that Donald Trump should have a pretty significant victory in New Hampshire tonight. But polls are polls. Polls have been wrong. How many times? If polls were right, John Kerry would have been president. If polls were right, Hillary Clinton would have been president. I know because I'll, I'll take you back to the year 2004 and the exit polls come out and it showed John Kerry winning Florida, winning Ohio, basically winning everything, the, the exit polls. And anyway, former vice president at the time, Dick Cheney, was on a plane when the polls came out, hits the ground. That data comes out usually around a quarter after five Eastern time. Uh, calls my radio program and is begging people in Florida, the panhandle of uh, uh, the West coast of Florida, which tends to be more conservative. That's Fort Myers, that's Naples, that's Sarasota, uh, to pl uh, please get out and vote. Uh, because at that point, remember Florida is much more of a swing state than it is now, because a lot of people moving to Florida are people that are escaping deep blue states, high taxes, burdensome regulation. Hard, horrible schools and, and, you know, no bail laws, no law and order, no safety and security. There are, this migration is real. I'm evidence of it because I've, I've had it. I've, I know I'm not wanted in New York and 
I'm, I'm going to go to a place where people actually like me. Most people, not everybody. I can tell you people, there are some people in Florida that don't like me. And I just say, too bad. Uh, it's my home state, too. Uh, but anyway, so these polls are interesting. We'll see what happens. But here's the here's Nikki Haley's dilemma. Let's say these polls are borne out. If the polls are borne out, that means she now has to face the possibility of going into her home state, which is South Carolina, where she does not have the support of the sitting governor, uh, McMaster, where she does not have the support of either senator, that being Tim Scott or Lindsey Graham. Tim Scott's definitely the, the first senator, even though Lindsey has more time there. Um, and, um, oh, did you see that Tim Scott got engaged? Wasn't that pretty cool? Awesome guy. I know him really well. Um, and anyway, so the back to my thought, uh, it, what happens is going to matter to her. Here's what nobody seems to be thinking about. And, and for, I, I know people Monday morning quarterbacking Ron DeSantis's campaign and how he ran his campaign. You know, at some point, some things become inevitable in an election year that you really can't even explain away. I don't think you anybody has accurately captured what is I what I would call the Trump phenomenon. I don't think people completely understand it. Uh, I don't expect people to understand it either, because as I've often said, it defies conventional political gravity. Donald Trump is not like your average politician. It's just plain and simple. So, you know, those headwinds were going to be tough for anybody that went up against Donald Trump. With all that said, there's going to be an open primary in four years. Donald Trump can only serve one term, one term. And it sounds like he's going to want to get everything done in one term. It sounds like he wants to get everything done in 90 days when you really, you know, listen to him and dig down into what he's saying. So that means now if I'm if I'm Nikki on Nikki Haley's side, I'm just putting myself in the position. Let's say I'm her campaign manager. I'd be like, OK, if you don't win and you lose by any significant margin in New Hampshire after you lost pretty significantly, you came in third in Iowa. Now you're looking at the prospect, according to Real Clear Politics, being down 30 in your home state. Do you want to go into your home state and risk kind of, it might be considered an embarrassing moment. Maybe she wouldn't feel that way. Um, but if you don't win your home state, it, it certainly doesn't look great. So, and you're running for president. And, or does she think about the future? Now, I will guarantee you, you've not heard the, the last of Ron DeSantis running for president. I promise you he will be a better candidate the next time he runs. You know, Reagan did not win, I think, the first two times he ran. He came very close in 76 against Gerald Ford. Uh, and, and that didn't work out. And then he just ran away with it in 1980. But so... But he will be. He's 45 years old. He has done a phenomenal job governing the state of Florida. He's going, people are going to watch him these last three years in office. They're going to watch what he does. And I'm sure he's so much better off having gone through this experience. One thing Donald Trump said, and he was being gracious to Governor DeSantis, which I did like to see. He said, this is hard. This is tough. I could tell you, I have been out on campaign trail after campaign trail. It is a grind. 
you know, you are going from event to event to event to event to diner to event to bar to diner to event to restaurant to event, and that's your day. And then some people say, oh, well, Donald Trump mixed up the name of Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, one screw-up compared to a guy that can't put two sentences together. The same people that have ignored Joe Biden's cognitive decline are the ones that say, see, Donald Trump has a cognitive issue. Look, 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 he made one mistake. I'm like, oh, he made two mistakes. Wow. Try speaking for hours a day and not making a mistake. I absolutely, I'm actually a professional at that. And yeah, I make mistakes. You know, it's funny. In the middle of a show, I've got this one across from me, Linda, you know, waving her hands, you know, wonder woman me with her crossed hands to take a break. And then I got Blair, the engineer, asking me about my ears and how that's going. And I got sweet baby James handing me last minute papers, you know, and, and everybody else on the team, you know, telling me this or that. But I'm just telling you, you get distracted. There's a lot of things going on. If you are a candidate, you are busy and you are you are going from event to event to event. It's hard to do. It's not it's not as easy as it looks. And by the way, if you want the hardest job in the world, because I believe being the president of the United States is the hardest job in the world. If you want it, don't whine about it. Suck it up and and understand it is a tough. It is a tough blood sport. There's a reason politics is called a blood sport because it is. You have to have a thick skin. You have to be willing to be accused of things that are false. You have to be called, be willing to be called every name in the book. You have to be willing to be demagogued, all of which is true. And now you have to worry about the justice system being weaponized against you. Anyway, Nikki Haley was on this morning on Fox and Friends. And it's a natural question. If you don't win in New Hampshire, you came in third in Iowa, you're down 30 according to the Real Clear Politics average. You know, do you think it might be in your best interest to think about another run in four years? Although that's not the way the question was phrased. Would you would you get out of the race if you lose New Hampshire? And this is where the interview starts going off the rails a little bit. And she's getting mad. Listen, if you don't win today, do you go on to South Carolina? And I'm from South Carolina and we love you there. We love Tim Scott there. But Donald Trump is also loved there. You don't want to go into your state and lose that state if you stay in the race, because we'd love to see you in some other capacity down the road. What is your response to that? Do you get out if you lose today? No, I don't get out if I lose today. I mean, first of all, again, I'm going to say this. We've had 56,000 people vote for Donald Trump, and you're going to say that's what the country wants. That's not what the country wants. We're going to have New Hampshire vote today. They deserve to have the power of their voice said. There's Granted. no scenario where it stops tonight. Of course not. We've already made yeah. our ad buy. Yeah, how many you I mean, four million in ads? We've put in an ad buy. I don't know how much yeah. it is, but it's strong. We saved sure. our money. I hoarded money all the way through. We stayed in garden ends and residence ends. We were the only one that flew commercial because I wanted to make sure we could run through the tape on this. I'm going to fight no matter what. I don't care how much y'all want to coronate Donald Trump. At the end of the day, that's not what Americans want. Americans yeah. want a choice, and we're going to give them you that keep choice. keep saying coronate, lie, not tell the truth. What are you saying in the catch? I'm really wondering why you think we're the enemy. Because I've looked at the media. Look at the media saying, oh, this is Donald Trump's to have. Look at the political class all coalescing and saying everybody needs to get out. That's not democracy. That's not who we are. Who we are is when have we ever had two people down to two people in New Hampshire and you say, oh, it's over. We don't do that. Nobody's saying it's over. The question really is, if if you're looking at the data and say what you will about polls, when somebody's up by double digits in like every poll, 
usually that turns out being right. I, I can't tell you how many times I've met delusional politicians and I say, okay, I'll either be interviewing them or talking to them. And, and I'll say, look, you're down 16 points. Um, it doesn't look good. And they'll say, oh, no, 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 no. Those polls are all wrong. Fake polls. I can't tell you how many times in my career I've been told that. And I'm like, okay, if you want to be delusional. And they really believe to the last minute. Well, we, we had 300 people show up the night before. And I'm like, 300? Wow. You know, you look at the crowd. I saw Dan Scavino just tweeted out Donald Trump showing up at a polling place. And it became a Trump rally with hundreds of people. I mean, just impromptu. It was, it was unbelievable. Uh, we've not seen that enthusiasm for any other candidate. Uh, but I thought it was fair, and, and no one's saying, I'd never tell any candidate wh whether they should get in or out. Uh, it's not my business. It's up to them to make their own decision. However, if I was Nikki Haley's campaign manager, if she doesn't do well tonight, if these polls hold up, and I'll put a big, you know, I'll put big em emphasis on if, then she does she want to go into her home state where she's trailing by 30 points, according to Real Clear, the politics average? And does she want to risk losing her home state, which I don't think would be helpful for her if she ever had any desire in four years to run again? That would be my my friendly advice. I have nothing against Nikki Haley. Look, I think at this point, this is this this is Donald Trump's year. And um, I just, it's, it's going to be his nomination from what I can see. We'll know a lot more after tonight. If she outperforms expectations, if it's a lot closer, she'll definitely have a stronger case to make to stay in for a much longer period of time. But that will be her choice if she loses badly, in my view. Uh, anyway, we continue. We're in New Hampshire, 800-941-SEAN. Uh, as we continue on, uh, let me tell you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They have this great project. It's their Let Us Do Good Village. It's in Land Lakes, Florida, my home state. In a community, about 100 homes are going to be built for the foundation's program participants. Families, by the way, are already living there, including a Gold Star family, the families of two severely injured vets who live in new smart homes, thanks to your generosity. And the Let Us Do Good Village is a really special place, and families can heal together. It's a community where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured uh, heroes can grow up together. They get to support each other. Uh, it is only possible because of your generosity and, and an extraordinary donation of many acres of land, but you're the one that is making it happen in terms of building these homes. Now, they're asking everyone, if everybody cares about the people that risk their lives for them, can you commit to $11 a month Join all of us here at Team Hannity. It's simple to do. Go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. We'll continue from New Hampshire. Uh, we have full coverage on Hannity, 9 Eastern tonight when the results are flying in. You don't want to miss it. And we'll have any speeches that occur in my hour as well.